0: Welcome to the place where we are, well, kicking off our first podcast, not knowing what the hell we're doing like we normally do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, freeballing it all the way, just like every other time we, you know, hang out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, every time we hang out, it it is freeballing the hell out of everything. So, I guess we should introduce ourselves because not everyone who's going to be listening to this is going to know who we are. I am Dr. Keck. I, um... Well, I, I basically run part of the place, which is a Discord server for streaming, content creation, whatever you want to call it, and yeah, that's what that's what I do as a part of this, and we just decided to do a podcast, so, um, who, who is my lovely co-host? Yeah, my name is Deceptive
1: Brownie. I found Dr. Keck, shit, almost a year ago, started hanging out with him, made good friends with him, and, uh... Ever since he's adopted me as one of his friends. And so here I am today.
0: Yeah, we got the papers and everything. Yeah. A, it's just, <laughs> it you difficult know. difficult to get those signed off.
1: Mom and dad weren't happy about me wanting to leave for different parents.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like parents are always have, and you, you want to leave for different parents because it's like, was I not good enough? It's like, nah, 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 nah. They have money.
2: It <laughs> nothing to I do got, with I you were good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mom, it's nothing personal, alright? It's just, you, you know, Kex Fred, you're a mother. I don't need a mother right now.
0: <laughs> I don't need a mother right now. I need a bro.
1: <laughs> I need a bro. And the one you gave me sucks.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> just keeps eating glue in the corner.
1: You son of a bitch barely passed high school. He just, he sits there just bug-eyed, staring at the wall, drool coming out of him. <clears throat>
0: My drool! Oh no, it's everywhere.
1: I oh, gotta keep uh, piling up at the corner
2: just
0: like You could tell where he was because there's there's like dirt stains on the carpet from his drool.
1: We kept blaming it on the dog for the longest time until we figured out that the dog was cleaner than him.
0: <laughs> I did you know the dog was cleaner? We had to literally send him to the vet for a week, and the carpets got dirtier. <laughs> first thing we're going on about but yeah you know welcome to our i guess pilot episode first episode whatever you want to call it um of of the place we don't necessarily have a format we don't uh we, we kind of sit around and talk with the community it's typically what we do like when, you know when we're not making stuff or live streaming or anything like that we just sit around in the place and uh as the phrase that uh captain condiment put in my head and i can't get out of my head is gas bagging which is just like you know talking shit having a good time and aussie speak all right i assume aussie speak someone's gonna correct me on that at some point i'm pretty sure we don't say that in my area you know i'm like just californian
1: ah yeah we definitely uh walked into this uh Kind of without a plan. We sat down. Somebody brought up the idea. I can't remember exactly if it was we decided on it, or if somebody else brought it up and we were like, yeah, that's a great idea. But we like, we got the idea of like, oh yeah, we should do a podcast. And we agreed like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Did we make a plan? Hell no. Do we know what we're going to talk about? Absolutely not. But we're here.
0: We're We're flying <laughs> by the seams of our pants today. And we're probably going to be doing that a lot because, well... Us two particularly really like to do that. I mean, if people have been around us enough, you'd know that we're pretty last-minute planners. Um, We can plan things. not that we can't. It's just we have a hard time, uh, well, sometimes making the first plans. We try to stick with what works, I guess. Um, And we wanted it to fall a bit more naturally. We wanted to, like, get a few episodes in, figure out the structure, figure out the form, and then start experimenting with, like, you know, pulling in other people or doing any other things. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that as far as the plan went.
2: Yeah,
1: and uh, we both, you know, we both know each other, and we both know very well, like, a lot of times the thing that works, especially for us, is the thing that happens in the moment, not necessarily the thing we planned, because we've made plans in the past, and then, you know, something falls through, it doesn't work quite right, and we end up doing something else and finding out that you no, know, that just, that lurked, that that lurked. That worked out a lot better.
0: That lurked a lot better. <laughs> that lurked um, so much better. Uh, <sighs> like, a, the, the, like, we both have experience playing, experiencing. We both have experience playing D&D and being dungeon masters, uh, game masters, uh, however you, you want to say it, because I've said, like, three different variations to my friend in one sentence at one point. Um... You know, we, we typically have to end up like we plan something out and then just, you know, whether it's players being weird or we forgot a specific thing, having to free ball it from that point.
1: You know, that one roll that they decided to do that didn't go the way we expected. And it was like, they passed the yeah. DC. We didn't expect them to. And it was like, oh, shit. Okay, I guess this is happening now.
0: Here's a level one rogue. What do you mean you died? <laughs> what do you mean he died? <laughs> You're 12. You're literally level 12. He's a level one rogue. How did you too skewed.
1: I did. He he backed me into a corner, and I didn't know what to do. Did you try swaying at him? Well, yeah. Did you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, 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 did I mean, did you? Because <laughs> those rolls tell me that um, you tried to acrobatics, which is your worst uh worst thing right there. You are wearing full plate, my dude. <laughs>
1: uh, I I just figured I could dodge past him. Uh, no, no, no. It does doesn't quite work that
0: way. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I guess we can go over our D&D stuff since we're on the topic of it anyways. Um, yeah, it'd be a good place to start. Because we've been doing that for quite a few years. I've been doing, I, I've been playing D&D for at least oh, uh, I want to say bar, like bar minimum, bare minimum. uh, Bare minimum, like, nine-ish years mm-hmm. I want to say. Not nine-ish. I've been on and off with it. Uh, like, I've had the past six years consistently, but I've had like minor encounters with D and D or forms of D and D, or even like very light versions of D and D throughout that time, and it would didn't really sit down and get serious with like pure tabletop ver- variation with it um, for like weeks and weeks out of a out of the year until about six years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I know like. I started my D&D gaze about five years ago after I finished high school. Friends and I just finally decided, hey, you know what, we've always known about D&D, let's try it for once. Found out we actually really enjoyed it, had no fucking idea what we were doing, and, you know, these last Mm -hmm. three years, now that I've actually kind of picked up and understood exactly how it's supposed to work and what the actual, like, interpretations that the books give you are supposed to mean, not, you know, what we thought they meant at the time, uh... You know, it's gotten better, and it's caused a lot more weird situations than it used to. Even then, when we <laughs> were freeballing the rules, the, the certain situations we ran into were still kind of uh, <laughs> special.
0: Yeah. I feel like the, the first steps of any D&D player is... Oh. Oh, that's not what that means? Oh. I've been doing this wrong the entire time. Though to be fair, I feel like that's a consistent feeling throughout the throughout the game. Like if you've played like Fifth Ed, I feel like is is going to get there at some point. Mm-hmm. You know. Because Fifth Ed is still very I wanna say not as book hungry as some of the other games are. Like for instance, Pathfinder, which, you know, I'm I am being the the game master for for our games on Fridays. Um just just pure amount of classes in that game is book hungry like you've got so many different utilities you got so many different just abilities in general and then you have to stack on how some of these rules work what does this mean how do, how does someone that have no genital, have no genitals has no genitals like actually is affected by stuff like charm and then like it gets book hungry as fuck Mm-hmm. Like, there's people's interpretation of it, sure, and that's what I think I kind of like about 5th Ed at the moment is it's very leave everything in the GM's lap to interpret it and, instead of, like, kind of giving it just a rule. Yeah. Like, this is what you have to go by.
1: Oh, yeah. 5e is definitely a lot more... Uh, you can interpret it as opposed to this is how it is. Uh, having juggled, like, 3.5 and 5e, 3.5 very much lays it out for you. There's a few areas where it's still, like, interpretation of the situation, but for yeah. the most part, these are the rules. This is how it is. And with 5e, it's, this is how you build your character. Okay, what else? Uh, Defer to your GM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> de- 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 defer to your GM. This is how you build your character. Alright, cool. Uh, uh, What do I do? I mean, like, there is, there was something that I completely actually exempt from the character creation process when we did Pathfinder, which is a thing called traits. And I, personally, personally, while it is kind of a fun system to fuck around with, mm-hmm. um, here and there, the majority, like the for majority of players who aren't spellcasters, the long and short of it is, I get an extra plus in something that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Like for something that kinda is a defining character trait of your character. Like, oh man, you're hard edged. You know, you grew up in a fucking shitty neighborhood. You know, you've had to fight with the you know, your local fucking elves to like, you know, establish dominance. Here, have a plus one and in fucking intimidation. So I I have effectively the same thing as if I just put a rank in it for quote unquote free. <laughs> I guess but I still need to put a rank in it for it to be still useful. Uh, like it, it, it felt like it was in some senses really cool. And in other senses, it was just like, why does this exist? Mm -hmm. You know, like fifth ed went down the road of let's extrapolate on like your character background. Um, so with our friday games that we do i was just like you guys built the characters and after i went through that whole thing even with big man i realized like oh hey there's the traits thing i forgot about them." and i was like if i forgot about them, they're not that important fuck it
1: <laughs> you know that's fair
0: uh because there's one that i know that exists that is just if you're a spellcaster there's no reason for you not to take it it just it, it's immediately beneficial because uh fifth ed has magic attached to sorcerers and 3.5 pathfinder was considered what 3.75 for some community members magic is feat based so any spellcaster can take it and their caveat is like oh they increase the spell slot they're cast at and whatnot there's one trait that says pick a spell if you apply a magic to that spell you don't you, instead of increasing it by so much, you can take one level off of that whatever it increases it by to a minimum of zero. So, hey, I picked up a very, very basic meta magic feat that allows me to do more with this spell, and it increases it by one level. But hey, but if I put it on this spell, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Suddenly that spell is more useful. Like, Really? <laughs> You're expecting people not to just pick this one. Yeah,
1: I look. At, I, I I did have a chance to like look at all the Pathfinder stuff. Like since we're doing the game on Friday, after like actually combing through everything and kind of putting together how particular builds could work and how they're supposed to work, and you know all the different pieces that you could play with, despite the fact that there are literally thousands of ways to build um, characters there there is also like this very set idea of like you know if you're gonna be this maybe you should be doing this
0: yeah and and that's to to me personally is why I like going into um, the lower power games Mm -hmm. because the biggest trap that happens in pathfinder and fifth ed try to fix this real hard and i i adore them for it but pathfinder fell into the same trap that 3.5 did is is if you're running a high enough stat block especially at level one why are you taking sleep why are you taking these spells that don't really do anything besides kind of a minor effect that only affect a certain amount of creatures or like a very small amount like um i think sleep in pathfinder is something like it only affects so many hit die of creatures. Mm -hmm. So like if it's anything over two hit die, which is basically anything past a CR one, it's useless. And it comes down to the fact that like when you're running a a high, high point based game for your ability scores, you're going to have those enemies that are three to four to five hit die really early on. So these spells don't mean anything. Just pick up the, the spell that fucking eviscerates something. You know, go for the high power fantasy of you or the blast caster wizard or sorcerer that you want to do. But when you have a low powered one, it becomes like, okay, well, even though you guys are, your average party level is like two or three, because of your stats being on the lower end, I can actually drop that difficulty down a bit. And you guys will have a harder time against things that are, not CR, you know, not CR 3. You'll have things that are like CR 1 that give you difficulty. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, with our one shot, you guys were getting hit with skeletons and taking some some bit of damage here or there. You know, like fucking ghouls were doing some good shit. And those are CR 1 thirds and uh, CR 1. Mm-hmm. And you're a four person party and one ghoul was able to do some decent damage there yeah stuff like that is where it's like that that's where i think the game really gets interesting to like more versatile you're not chasing the power fantasy
2: mm-hmm.
1: definitely it's respectable when you could see um like role-playing games like tabletop games where utility matters as much as power You're not just trying to build the brick-shit powerhouse that can just blast through everything. You have the utility of, you know, are you actually going to try and charm your way out of this? Are you going to try and get around the problem as opposed to blasting through it? Is strength actually your first and only option? Like, people who take the extremes of like, okay, there's a giant reinforced iron door in front of you. All right. I'm gonna take my hammer, I'm gonna hit it until it falls over. Okay. As opposed to like the level one rogue who can run up and go, like, okay, I have thieves tools. Can I try to pick the lock? Okay, sure. I roll the twelve. Well the DC was only ten.
0: Yeah. Those those moments are definitely like it makes it, it makes that player who is playing the rogue feel better. Because mm-hmm. the guy who's who's already a strength the guy who's got the hammer that just busts through the door is like the rogue could have opened the door because you already crushed skulls in combat. Like let the rogue do something. Um I won't lie, I had a funny, albeit slightly different experience with just I hit the door down. Um because I I had an experience when I first started playing when I was playing uh the first monk I ever made, my uh my good friend Markov. Uh we had a door to like a we at the time we didn't know was like a abandoned, possibly haunted mansion situation. And instead of oh, you know, like we found a door bust it down or you know try to pick the lock you know, we went through the steps of like all right is it open is there any other entrances like we went meticulous about it so the rogue finally gets to the point of trying to pick the lock fails so hard he jams it
2: <laughs>
0: so what's our immediate response break the door <laughs> It was the only other option, so here I am as a as I think at this point I was a level two monk headbutting a door until it just stops existing <laughs> as long as you're not an obstacle, I don't have to care yeah, but yeah with the d and d experience we have we we definitely have gotten to the point where flying by the seat of our pants every once in a while has been kind of the norm um. Especially because, like, we'll throw together things and then it starts to work. I'm like, maybe we can make a theme out of this. Yeah. Improvise. We could make this work. Oh, yeah. Um, It's actually also a p- particularly interesting time that we're starting this up because it is coming off of, uh, fucking, it's August right now. Sorry, my brain had a brain fart for a moment of like, what well, fucking month is it? <laughs> It's coming off of august we're going straight into september and um i'm going to be moving houses here in a moment like within the next week if not two uh and it's going to be very interesting to have to like do do doing this and then moving and then doing it again at some point um and having to deal with all that and like looking at houses and whatnot Which was a really silly fucking experience.
1: I, actually, uh, go ahead and go into that because I didn't have a chance to ask you about how the housing went.
0: So, there's two houses that we're looking at currently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, previously we we're looking at buying. Um, for disclosure of people, um, I live with family currently, so it's a like family unit situation, not a like well I buy buying my first home um and it, it the two houses that we are looking at are both like good They're they're good houses the difference is like what we need from them is different so one of them is one of those like we built tons of them you know we have a whole bunch of connecting walls you're in a row of them kind of like how i'm living now i have between my bathroom and my uh, the my wall immediately to my left is someone else's house. I, was, I technically have people above me. The house, one of the houses we look at, we'd have no um, people above us. It would be, we'd have ground floor to top floor. And that was it. We'd just be sharing the left and right walls. Hmm. Now the problem with that place was personally I felt it was too segmented. It was one of those situations where you walk into the house and you have your first floor with a living space or you know entertainment space, whatever you want it to be, then you have to walk up a small flight of stairs to get to the dining room, the kitchen, and a family room. and then up another flight of stairs to get to bedrooms and all that, and it's one of those like it's a uh, didn't have enough stairs to go all the way to the top with how much floor space they had, so they had to give you that like halfway up turn. Situation. so you had to go up technically like one larger flight one small flight mm-hmm. and then immediately following that like you have those bedrooms upstairs so they're all kind of isolated but they have very high ceilings so even if someone were like shouting downstairs or whatnot you would probably hear them very clearly mm-hmm. um but not only do you have that you have the fact that the garage from that beginning doorway, like your front door from where you already have to go up the stairs to get to everything else, is down there, but you have to go down a set of stairs to get to there. So if you're coming in from the garage and you want to go to, let's say, the you know, the bedroom um, all the way up top, like how, how I usually, I'm probably going to be if we move into the house, that bedroom all the way in the back. I would have to go through the garage, go up those stairs, go up another flight of stairs, go up another flight of stairs, up that landing, and across the entire fucking house to get to that room. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that every day. (laughs) Like, that just, no, that doesn't seem fun. And, you know, it's three, effectively three stories, and we don't have much patios to base, if any and there's like right off of our patio is the community pool which on one hand is like it's right there you know throw on the bathing suit jump right in and on the other hand it's it's right there if i want to do anything on my patio i have to check to see if like little timmy's taking taking a swim you know Mm -hmm. so there's that one which i am personally not a huge fan of fan fan of fan Fan of. of where's the d coming from (laughs) from Prev- <laughs> my mouth is not wanting to work, but um, the second place that we were looking at, which is as, as far as like family goes, and everyone who has seen the two, um, the second one is the favorite. Okay, so the second one is a very like you're a two story home with three bedrooms. Okay. It has technically some connecting walls, but because it's an end unit, it's very arbitrary weird walls that are shared. So most of the time, you know, you'd be, the walls you would be sharing would either be, you know, family room to family room. Most of the other ones would be like not even close. I think one bedroom shares a wall with another bedroom because of how the layout works. It's, you wouldn't be able to hear each other like at all. Unless someone was literally screaming an absolute bloody murder in some, like, throat yodeling Russian situation. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> it, it just ain't happening. Not even close. But we, like, a- as we were looking at it, it was like the family room, or the, the not the family room, the living room mm-hmm. that you walk into is really big. Like, it fits all of our stuff comfortably and we don't have to worry about like walkways or anything it, it it just fits cool move over to like the stairwell that separates um the 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 front room from the dining room kitchen that also has the like in between half bath perfect you get a little like walkway situation there going into the the uh, dining space which most places nowadays skimp out on really hard Mm -hmm. so having a, a, a nice place to put a table that can fit up to six people if not more if you put like a section into it is really hard to find especially in california now yeah especially where i'm at and back in san francisco bay area and then the kitchen is relatively nice. Like there's a few slightly outdated pieces of hardware, but it's not so outdated where it's like, that is eighties tier stuff that we're working with versus like, you know, it's, it's there. It's not like the best stuff, but it's so usable. Why would you bother complaining about it? Mm -hmm. Um, and then upstairs they had, of course the master bedroom, the two, the two other bedrooms, the, uh, um, The second bath and the master bath. And then they have a loft-esque family room. So you can have effectively two entirely separate, like, chill-out spaces. And they're effectively stacked right on top of each other. That's weird. So the plan with that one, at least, was to set up my desk computer streaming space that a you know because I have all the lights and green screen and whatnot and set that up in the loft
2: mm-hmm.
0: because there's a ton of space there um, the only wall that I'm sharing is another loft so they're, they're literally if anyone's complaining about it if anyone is complaining about what's going on there then they have a guest over because that's not a bedroom.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's not even close to a bedroom. And the only concern that we have is uh the only concern we have about that that layout is the fact that the master bedroom, which is where my my mother sleeps is the sharing wall to that room when it comes to inside of the house. So The only thing we have to worry about is, like, how well is the sound dampening between that? And that can be fixed relatively easily. Like, put a shelf in, throw some curtains up if you want to, and that fixes most of the problem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all that. And it's just a really nicely laid out house. It feels really homely. Even with the lights all off. Like, we walked through and they were replacing bulbs still. They just wanted to, you know, they, they just wanted me to see it. So, they didn't have any like not any of the lights in. they had some, but like the majority of the living spaces they didn't have lights in. And I'm walking through like this place feels like you're in a home still. The upside and the downside of both places is the upside of the place that feels like very segmented is it is close to everything we need transportation wise. There's a bus stop for like three different bus lines within like a two and a half minute walk. You walk out your front door, you walk down to the curb, and you have the section of being able to go like towards the mall, up towards, you know, different city to go to work, be able to get to the train. You have it. You have access to it. You can ride the bus just anywhere. Fantastic. But the room sizes, the bedroom sizes in that house is small. Like, I would be using two bedrooms to do what I'm doing right now. And the master bedroom is basically positioned in a way where you could only set it up one way. You could not put your bed on any of the wall. You can put your TV on any other wall. There's a weird-ass, like, almost floor-to-ceiling window that they have in there where that's, like, segmented into smaller windows. So you can't really do much there it's just you can't do much in that room you have to set it up that specific way and so it's like that that's kind of the the downside there it's a small downside Hmm. but it's one of those like besides the stairs it's you know it's there well the other one is Everything about that house, when it comes to the positive, is perfect. It is the perfect fit. It has well more than enough space. It comes effectively because of how we're going to set things up. We get a guest room, everything like that. Cool. But, the bus line for that one makes no fucking sense. We have one bus, and if we were to want to go to the, like for instance, we'd be using it to go to the train station. If we were to hop onto that bus, it would take us 40 minutes to get to that train station. When if you were to take like an Uber or, you know, just have someone drop you off, you could probably get there in under 20 Mm -hmm. because it goes around the rest of the town because of how the bus line is laid out. You have to go around the rest of the town to get to where you need to go first. And that is the only downside to that. that we have found the place that is like basically perfect even has an outdoor space an outdoor space which is literally as big as the the like from the front door to where the kitchen ends which is the final wall you get it is that long it's effectively like a second house outside you have so much outdoor space and it's yeah, technically it's private bad. the only down the only slight downside of that is you don't have like a sliding glass door for it hmm. you have to go through your front door through a side gate which sounds silly but it it's there
1: yeah but i i can definitely see why favor isn't like why people are in favor of the second house granted that trade setup or t- trade, yeah, sure. The bus setup, it it's wonky to me in a way that just makes absolutely no sense. Even after hearing you explain it, just it boggles my mind trying to mentally comprehend that. But yeah, the hearing the difference between the two houses, I can definitely see why um, you're all kind of gunning for the second one. That space yeah. is definitely, you know. A, it sounds a lot more private, and B, you know, you've actually got the space to set up how you want to, both you and your mother. Oh, yeah. Mother.
0: Oh, it it comes down to a point of like, the amount of space in that family room section is large enough for me to set up, like, because I I'd just be doing a desk and green screen and lights. I could still technically set up that space to be a like this is a chill out zone on top of a streamer area. You know, like it could be multiple things. Mm-hmm. And having that versatility with it is great. And on top of which, like, technically it is just renting for the time being. Um, but if it were to, I'll, I'll be honest, if I had the money to, I would buy that house. Just because of its versatility. And, well, the overall the layout, like from how everything's set up, everything is relatively well like where things need to be apart, that's great. And where things need to be together, it's fantastic. Like it, it, it works out so well. But like you get this just really nice space. And having that versatility to be able to be like, yeah, this is a big old family room. We got like a TV in here. This is like the gaming zone. And then we have like the let's watch TV and movies downstairs and like a nice speaker system up there or you know have everyone over for christmas situation like it's nice being able to have kind of both Mm
2: -hmm.
0: versus having the um i don't want to say it's a dying trend but it it was a trend that was a lot more prominent um a few years ago which was having everything be open concept as hell yeah because it's like oh hey you have this living space dining space and kitchen space and it's all like a shared space and it's like well Now you can't really have it's like you can't have a a different experience for watching movies or doing any of that sort of stuff or setting up for like that sort of style, and a like we don't care about how crystal clear the audio is or the 8K graphic TV if we're running a fucking console that does 1080p, you know, (laughs) like whoopty fucker dudah man, I'm just here to play fucking Apex or whatever like it just gets odd to me that like i can understand open concept to a degree but it's it's just like you're losing out on some things with it yeah i we've been everywhere in this in this cast already (laughs) we've only been going for 35 minutes um oh i still have the card that the guy gave me for uh, the place (laughs) for the place and the can podcast right there just run the uh, run the credits wait how do you do audio credits oh shit do you just like do you do like those um <laughs> like medicine commercials <laughs> it's just, speed, like, it's just
1: speed it up really fast to where nobody can understand it yeah. But yeah here's the disclaimer
0: <laughs> here's the disclaimer you know this thing that uh this thing that's like trying to prevent you from having diarrhea may give you worse diarrhea
1: yeah you know that horrible uh, cough you have take this cough medicine don't worry the side effects only include potential death
0: (laughs) i love those ones (laughs) like has your foot been sore here take this pill it might help you'll be able to hike that trail in no time side effects may include like side effects may include bleeding out of your own asshole and brain hemorrhaging like, how the fuck do you get that out of what?
1: This is supposed to help my foot. Why the fuck is it messing with my brain?
0: That's <laughs> like, okay, I can understand, like, maybe it's chemicals in a pill, but then, like, when they start doing shit like that, when it's, like, you're applying something to, like, the bottom part of your foot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, he's a bomber like, creative. It's just like, oh, yeah, this might cause yeah. brain hemorrhages. It's like, how?
0: How? What did you
1: put in this thing to make it that deadly? <laughs>
0: Are you implanting a chip into my mind that you just can just like a snap of a finger fucking like detonate me? Well, what's going on? Oh my god, shit like that makes me fucking roll. Yeah. It's worse. To me, it's worse when you see a commercial like that and the section for them going over the disclaimer is longer than the actual pitch.
1: Oh yeah, the the disclaimer like comes up at the bottom of the screen. It's like this entire like paragraph. Of everything yeah. that could potentially go wrong with taking it,
0: it's, uh, because
1: I don't know how medicines like that get FDA approved. Wh- like
0: one, one of them sticks out in my mind, because it was like something to do with like bad joints. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was something that like attacks your joints or your tendons or whatever, and makes it really hard to like move around. And like so this medication really helps with being able to deal with that pain and. Kind of gives you, like, you know, the ability to move a bit better and without really degrading your joints more or something like that. And, like, they had this whole, like, you know, some woman who's in probably like mid 60s, you know, she very, very much looked good for her age. You know, have have this problem and needs this medication. She's going over this whole thing, and cool. They think they, they show off like, oh, the differences. Look how much more happy she is. And then they have this like, I kid you the fuck not. It went from a thirty second pitch to a two minute disclaimer. <laughs> and she's walking <laughs> on the beach or hanging out with her son, and it's not like, oh yeah, ask your doctor. It's just. Full fucking disclaimer of everything that could happen from like your head explodes to diarrhea. To you might get a rash on your left butt cheek when the sun shines at the highest point of noon uh, in the middle of September at a full moon. If you're in Aries like it went through fucking everything. It was the weirdest fucking thing to watch this like, you know, that sort of like this person, whether or not they were using something to just speed up the audio. Like, I think it's funnier if they didn't, of just this two-minute variation of someone spitballing all the side effects as fast as humanly possible.
1: (laughs) Just trying to get it it out to where, like, you know, sure, I said it, and it can be understood, but you might have to listen a couple of times before you pick up on everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, you may pick up on the first few ones, like, right away, but some of them might slip through, you know, and you, like, go back, and you're like, how the fuck? (laughs) It, oh like makes me like I, I can't help but sit there and go, "What? What was? Why did we do this?" <laughs> it's especially weird seeing stuff like that and then hearing people from other countries say, "Like, yeah, we don't get commercials like that.
1: <laughs> our uh, our medicine doesn't do things like that. It just works." <laughs> like
0: like our medicine may do things like that but you know we don't ask our doctors about it they they typically are the ones asking us you know like you know doctors um it, it's uh that stuff's just hilarious
1: that's the other thing that makes me laugh Every single one of those commercials is like, oh, yeah, ask your doctor if dead today is right for you. And I
0: can think of no
1: one in my life who has ever actually asked their doctor about any particular medications by name. They've just walked in and been like, hey, something wrong with me? It feels like something's wrong with me. Yeah, something's wrong with me. Cool, can you give me the drugs to where I feel better?
0: <laughs> can you can you give me something? Like, what what are my options? That's usually what it is. Even in, like like, media, like, if you're watching a show or something, it's, what are the options mm. you know, like what are my options for this what, what what's the medication you know they're asking their doctor about like what is the general medication that's out there and recommended it's never the like well <laughs> actually there's this thing I saw on TV you know like it, it, wh- where are you where are these people why is that such a popular fucking phrase on, among these commercials does this shit is Ac- saying that actually, like, bring people in who do that, or is it like a specific generational thing?
1: I I feel like it has to be a generation thing because I, again, I know nobody who's ever got into the doctor and been like, <laughs> hey I saw a
0: commercial about Xyrophin for when you get smacked in the back of the head for a frying pan."
1: Is that right for me? <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> well, sir, how do you? How often do you get? Sh- <laughs> wow. Sacking yes. back of the head with a frying pan.
1: <laughs> well, doctor, it sounds like you've been hit a few times more than me. I think we gotta go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm speaking exactly how I write. Jeez, <laughs> uh, it, it's yeah, it's those moments where it's like it has to be one of those, um, people, I guess, growing up in a specific age where it was this was normal for them to ask for stuff like that mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people, at least when it comes down to a, um, and when it comes down to like normal medication and going in for our, our specific generation, it comes down to like, we kind of just go with what they say is good for us. In most cases, there's times where like maybe we have done research into it and we know things to avoid, but we don't know what things to go for. Mm-hmm <laughs> Like, um, when I first did my acne treatment, uh, I initially went for something else. I didn't do Accutane right away. I could have done it. I could have done it like when I was 17, 16 and been clear of it way before, but I waited until I was 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, the fun times. Um, but that was just because I, I saw the stuff that would happen to people and heard the stuff that would happen to people with accutane and i didn't want to do it but that was that, that was not wanting to do a medication not recommending something else so i don't know like maybe there is and maybe it's just one of those things where we don't ask because most of us aren't really uh inclined to go to the doctors
2: <laughs> yeah
0: Oh man, my fucking face hurts. I mean, you should go to the doctors for that. Nah, I'm just gonna hit myself in the face with another board.
2: <laughs> it'll, it'll you be know? Fine.
0: I'll be fine. I'll be all fine. Ay. We have gone all over the place. We went from fucking free balling the start of this thing to D and D to housing. To, to medical?
1: <laughs> to, to insulting <laughs> medical commercials, to just insulting yeah. medical physicians in general. Well, not necessarily insulting, but, you know, commentary.
0: No, I, uh, yeah, interest, I guess interesting commentary. I don't know. I, I feel like there, there'd be people in those fields being like, you don't know how wrong you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's going to be other people oh. in that field who say, you don't realize just how right you are. Oh, yeah.
0: It's always weirdly dependent on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's very hard to have like the same type of person everywhere. Some similar ideas here and there, sure, but hmm. I mean, for instance, like we we've already seen quite a quite a large difference in like how some people have been taught through different school districts because of the advent of the internet.
2: <laughs>
0: also. I, I now I I think I know three people who have not done sex ed, and all listening to them on different occasions on what they think sex is and what happens out of it is fucking hilarious to me.
1: That is a beautiful experience. If if for anyone listening, if you ever meet anyone who's never taken sex ed, ask them about it. Ask them about how they think sex works. Ask them about their knowledge on sex ed ask them anything just to see what they say because they will get some of the best fucking responses in the world
0: and it's never consistent
1: oh yeah no never
0: like it's not even like from like that one person you're gonna get like a bunch of inconsistent answers it's like you'll ask one person and you'll ask someone else who has like no sex ed experience and you'll get wildly different answers The human mind is fucking amazing when it comes to filling in gaps because it doesn't make sense sometimes.
1: Oh, it is fucking beautiful at how it decides to do it.
0: It's like, you know, just how you operate in your own head is very unique to, like, who you are or how you grew up. It's a little bit of both, really. But (laughs) it's hilarious because it's something I didn't really realize until I I hit later in life. I have a very and i mean very hard like if i'm if i signed up to be somewhere i need to be there and i realized where that stemmed from after a bit because i when i was looking back not in a not so fondly manner um of growing up and like going through high school and middle school and whatnot i was not a very good student you know i was failing classes sleeping in classes but I would never skip school. My only way I would get out of school is by being sick or trying to make my best attempt to be sick. <laughs> that was the only way I was getting out. I was not skipping classes. I think the only class I ever skipped um, legitimately, like just didn't show up. No one knew where the hell I was. I didn't ask to go somewhere else or anything was when I had to do uh, PE in the morning. And they decided, ha, it's like 6 a.m. and 50 degrees outside. Let's do swimming. When I caught wind of that, I didn't show the fuck up. (laughs) Because I am a scrawny boy who does not retain heat. I would have died. And it would have been terrible. This is the only time I ever skipped class. I still stayed on campus. I didn't walk off campus I stayed on campus
1: you just you know didn't go to that class
0: I just didn't go to that class for that one time and and I realized thinking back on that I had a section in my brain that legitimately I don't know how the fuck I my, my brain thought this because it makes no sense but I legitimately thought that if I were to cross the gate leaving school that sirens would go off. They would hunt me the fuck down. You know, they would like taser me and drag me back into the fucking school, wherever the hell I was. Like, that was just how my brain worked. Like this was a prison. And that's how my brain works with most of like anything I do. If I say I'm going to be somewhere or like, it's almost required for me to be somewhere. I feel like something bad of that caliber is going to happen. If I choose to leave. and it's that i don't know where it came from i don't even know where it came from it's just how my my mind operated
2: mhm
0: and it it just goes to like that's how my my mind operates and obviously not everyone does that because there's kids in the same class as me who are like yeah yo i'm going to go to the bathroom and then they don't show up for another week <laughs> You know, like, it's not something that's unique to where I grew up. It's just me.
1: No, no, that happened all over the place. Just, (laughs) Uh, I just, I love the thought of that. Because the immediate thought that came to my mind was, well, okay, you can rest assured that, you know, if you ever just don't show up to one of the podcasts, I'm going to come up there and break your fucking legs.
0: Just break my fucking knees, like turn on the microphone, start Audacity, just start beating me. Just like, welcome to the podcast.
1: <laughs> welcome to the place. Today we're gonna see how many wax it takes to shatter his fucking decaps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh how
0: many fucking splinters can we make in shins? Oh, just turn that into dust. Oh, that was a weird thought that I said that I had in my mind as I said that. Imagine your hmm. bones turning to dust with them still inside you. Uh. Like they're still all like the all the molecules are still technically there, but they're not structurally sound. <laughs> your leg the just turns to
1: jello. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the weird thoughts that go through my mind. Oh. Jeez. Yeah, we really fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> yeah. I think we've segmented like three times now.
1: Oh, three. Potentially four. Depending yeah, on whether or so. not you want to count the beginning as, you know, segmenting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's segmenting from, the I guess, the original conversation we were ever having. Yeah. um, I guess... I mean, it's a weird part to just kind of wrap this back into the fucking intro, but I guess we should probably talk a little bit about, like, exactly what we do? (laughs) Like, because we said, like, oh, yeah, we run the place, and then my brain was just, like, fucking no one knows what that is, besides, like, you said Discord server,
1: okay. The Discord server, it's
0: the place.
1: What what more do they need? Honestly.
0: Where did it come from? All that shit. Like, So... The place used to be my Discord. And I, I think I'll I say used to, and I will always say that the place is not my Discord. Because while it is my Discord, it also isn't my Discord. Because I'm not the only one that is running this. Um, I, did, I feel like I could definitely give people a better idea of how to run it because i feel like i'm the one who's majorityly like let's do things come on yeah um but it was a kind of happenstance situation because just like i mean just offhand brownie how many fucking discord servers are you in from you know twitch streamers youtubers mixer streamers if you're on mixer all that sort of stuff
1: 20 plus
0: 20 plus I think I have I have a folder full of them right now I have and this is after I like pared it down I have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one about 22 23 if you're counting sasses and um 24 if you're counting the place itself um, but I, I had this, I had this moment where I, I think before I pared it down, I was in something like 40 and I was getting fucking tired of it. Like all these fucking symbols and all that shit. And I love it how I pared down and then immediately after I pared down, discord introduced folders. Um, mm-hmm. but I pared things down so I could actually like manage and somewhat keep up to date with things with the communities i'm a part of and it came down to the realization that a lot of the people that i'm following and that i'm a part of have very similar communities even like loosely and it was hugely apparent with the other streamers that i have as um what i consider like the main group of the place which i'm looking to now like expand that further now that we have systems set up so we're not at everybody all the time um but like me uh captain vegemite who is now captain condiment um sleepy T, and kumatori or kuma tiger or whatever he's you know switched his name to because he's had a kind of identity crisis a few times um It came down to, like, we have very similar community bodies. You know, whether or not every member of my community is in theirs or what, vice versa, there is a relatively big group of overlap. And I don't want everyone in that overlap to be part of 20 fucking servers for the same group of people. You know, like, I'll post this meme here. And then in Kuma server and Sleepy Server and Cap server to have the same people see it in every server. So why have all those servers? So it became a project of merging all of that together and kind of making its own community content situation of like, yeah, we're just a community here. We, you know, there is no one unifying streamer. It's just what people want to watch, you know? They Who they want to hang out with, you know? Who they're going to get in touch with after stream. Are they going to play Remnant when we're done you know, podcasting? Are we going to go play fucking Apex when we're done streaming? Or, you know, are we going to start a Minecraft server and just do some some silly shit with it? You know? Like, being able to do that and then mess with all of that stuff. And And it just became kind of that project of like, let's build a larger community at hand for content creation. Because I don't like having 8 billion servers for the same 20 people that I like to see in a community situation. (laughs) I just felt like it was a problem. And I don't think I'm the only one because I've had a few other people have a similar idea, but they didn't really know where to execute it so that's kind of the birthplace of what the what the place became um, and why it is the place and it initially was it was a it was a three man band situation between a few streamers and then it just kind of evolved into let's just make it any streamer you know you're part of it enough, you're going to be a part of the group. Let's go.
2: Hmm. Of
1: course, that's part of the reason why, you know, the podcast is the place podcast. It's not your podcast. It's not my podcast. But it's the places. You know, just because Keck and I are currently the ones who are here talking and doing this doesn't mean we're always going to be the only ones or necessarily the ones to do it. Kek may not be able to be here one day. I know in the near future, there's at least one particular date I can think of where I'm not going to be here. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things of, like, it, it's community-based. It, it's it, it's something that's not just supposed to be this solidarity um, project that's only for Keck, I and the others who have been listed from the place. It's for the entirety of the community. Yep. Those who are new, those who have been here for a long time, people who just, you know, have never been part of a community like this before. You know. We want to have the... uh, ...themselves.
0: Yeah. It's, um... It's a fun little thing to do of build a community off of the community, really. Like, why be a part of a giant group of, you know, content creators? Well, you like creating content. So let's find other people who create content. Maybe find some people that you like the style of and collaborate. And it just kind of became like, (laughs) we can do that. You know, um it just from down like yeah, you know, at first, it sounded like this sounds stupid, like when I first thought about it, I was like, this' kind of like it's trying to sell that. It just sounds kind of dumb at first, and the more I thought about it, I was like, that's the entire reason you join something like Twitch or you join Mixer or you join YouTube is because you like that community. You see people making videos for um you know like popular. There's popular channels on YouTube, like just thinking of like game theory. There's, pe- there's a group of people who are not just there to watch the videos, but like maybe bring up counterpoints or, you know, do their own versions or spin-offs or what have you. And, you know, add to that community of being a theory crafter in that sort of like game theorist sort of style or the people who are super like... Into the like the political side um, where they have like the people who are trying to advocate for certain sides and then the people who call themselves skeptics and stuff like that. And then you got the, you know, movie review crowd. It's like you're going to have all those groups. You're going to be making videos because that's stuff you like to consume. So you want to make it because it's it's just something that's always entertained you. And I sat down with that and I'm like, well, why would it not work in this case then? Because this is just a hub for being able to build a community around those things, like build the community around the fact that we play D and D or that we play specific games or styles of games. You know, we're typically on FPS shooters and whatnot. And I'll always, whenever I'm doing a stream, it's pretty much just normal for me to pull in someone who's like, Hey, I have this game. Can I play? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Come on in. You know, like I may not open voice comms for everybody, but that's because, yeah, too many people have tried to ruin that. Eef, the amount of people trying to drop the just, just no words, just don't bother saying them.
1: Yeah.
0: It, Talking, it's just Still, always more. Yeah,
1: you know. Problems aside, you know, it's it's still the thing of opening up, and it's not just for you, not just for me. It's the community, both those who are a part of it, those who are not yet a part of it. Yeah, you could be someone who has never heard either of our names, have no have no idea who we are, never heard of us before. What you know, what have you? This is your first time ever hearing anything about either of us. And on the off chance it's actually piquing your interest, as Keck said in the beginning, there is the Discord server. There is the place. There are obviously when you go to the place, you'll see a huge list of streamers, both, you know, the main streamers who are Sleepy, Keck, Kuma, and Captain Vegemite. And then you'll have this list of other streamers, all people who are working on, you know, becoming regular streamers, or just streaming whenever they have the time because they enjoy it, who are all, you know, part of this community.
0: Basically everything from hobbyists to like, hey, I want to like be on regularly and if I can make this a career like really really like, this would be really cool but you know like I stream more out of like a passion to stream and create content and I'm not ex- like not expecting someone to kind of like give them a golden bib you know mm-hmm. I, I've always had a problem with the idea of like I mean I, I have it plastered actually on the uh community live channel because like we have streamer announcements and we have community live and the only difference is that like the main currently it's a main four but I feel like very soon after this it's going to be a lot bigger than that um like any of the ones that actually have distinct roles for being a part of like I guess you could say like a pillar of the community you know people who run this this place the place um are posting and streamer announcements and community live is anyone who streams that wants to just say hey I'm streaming you know like if you want to come check me out do it now I have The specific line plastered at the top of that, which I don't know if that many people actually see it, but it's a quote from Spawn of Odd, or also known as the Strange on Twitch, um, of his thoughts on a lot of streaming and what you need to do and everything like that. And it's just there is no luck. You you don't get lucky in any of this. You make your own luck. you don't make literal luck you make it by making something you have to put your foot forward you make all of this yourself so i have that plastered up there like make your own luck you're the one you're the conductor of your career you know you're not some aspiring artist that has yet to be found because if you're doing what you need to to make sure you can succeed you're succeeding if you haven't been doing them, then you either don't know what you're doing wrong, which can happen. You know, sometimes people don't know what they're doing and they need a little bit of assistance here or there. Or sometimes it's just not in your best interest to go down that route, you know? Like, for those who do it as a hobby, it needs to get hosted by the guy who has two, you know, 2,000 people watching him or 20,000 people watching him it's not gonna really make a difference at the end of the day for you you know like you're just there to hang out and play games with your friends you're not trying to conduct like the best stream that twitch has ever seen you're just there to chop someone in half with a chainsaw while playing gears of war you know and maybe drinking a couple brewskis or something it's anything that you want it to be but if you're going to make it a career you, you make it your career you don't half asset and it just is what it is at that point because i know like sleepy for instance both sleepy and cap have jobs sleepy i think is more of a i feel like it's a part-time ish like he has some pretty good hours because he works second shift but he's more often than not available <laughs> and then cap is every weekday So like him streaming on top of doing everything else is one of those like, yeah, he does it a bit more for a hobby sort of situation, but he still likes to put his A game in it. You know, like he likes toying with the idea of being able to get there, but he's going to treat it more like a hobby to just have fun with it for the time being and not worry about the numbers as hard as other people do or crunching numbers all the time and whatnot. And it's just. It's just there for those sort of people, you know, anything from, I want to be a hobbyist that just helps people out to, hey, I'm building a career and, you know, building friends. I particularly like making new friends. I like building communities, which is why I wanted to start this whole thing to begin with. It's not like the the focus isn't me, really. Like I can benefit from it, I guess, but that's really not what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm more here for making community interaction fun, building towards something, you know, whether it's it was something that, you know, someone has a genuine passion for, you know, or a drive to be in a, like making entertainment or improve their drawing or anything like that. It's just an outlet for being able to do that and meet those people who are willing to really put anything into it in a more i guess more creative and entertainment side of things um right and that both stems from like i it seemed to have i think i think a lot of people nowadays have an easier time making those friends through the internet and just randomly posting something on a board somewhere because it it Posting on a board or like a Discord server or Reddit or something and not getting a response is one of those, like, yeah, well, it happens, you know, like whoa, whoop de doo, you know, there's no inside the post or didn't really react to it, well, whatever, yeah, and versus like saying a joke in a room and like everything going silent and being like, hmm. Like, it's a very different feeling. So I feel like a lot of people are e- more easily able to do that online. Um, and with the whole, like, people live all over the place, you know. Uh, me and Brownie are California. You, you're South California, specifically. Yeah. Like, you're South. I'm San Francisco, which I think is considered North. I don't know. Um, And then we have, like, Kuma, who's also in South California. But then we have Sleepy, who's in Chicago. So already, like, we have jumped from, we're West Coast, to, uh, hi. And then Cap, who's all the way in Australia. And, you know, we're going to be probably expanding the amount of people, so it's going to encompass who knows who from where. We just like building these things. And that's kind of the, the, the long and short of everything. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, like, of course, you know. I'm sure, the idea isn't perfect. It's going to stumble and fall a couple of times. We'll but fucker, it, too. Get up. Keep going. It'll work. It, it we'll make it work.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I feel like you don't make something work if you get it right the first time. Because. If you nail the thing on the head the first time then either you you've really had a fucking kick ass idea and execution right off the bat and if so I commend you for that because that's kind of hard to pull off. Almost impossible I would say or you're not really telling everyone the full story. (laughs) Because no idea, I don't think in any existence has ever been. I did the thing and it worked. Period. End of sentence. I thought a thing, figured it would work, did it, it worked. This, I mean, it's like you look at any software solution. You look at any, you know, like how to play. This is this is very fucking for instance because this is something i did today how to play enter the gungeon online when you only have local co-op you know you have like (laughs) five different systems integrating with each other to make this thing work that's not something you can do right the first time you can probably set it up after those things have been polished and have someone be able to pick up those things that you need to do and set it up right the first time but those softwares had bugs somewhere down that line. Somewhere in that chain, something is fucked up. You don't learn and you don't experience and you don't evolve unless you fall on your face. At least once. Maybe stub your toe here and there. You you can't like succeed without a little bit of failure. Yeah. Even if it's just a pinch. Oh. <sighs>
1: Speaking of failure, that's a horrible segue. <laughs>
0: that is a horrible segue. And like, could you imagine if like you had to segue into an advertisement, and that's the last thing that was said? Speaking of failures, oh, <laughs> uh, that is one thing like I've always kind of pondered in my mind um, mm-hmm. with the place. Like, I am technically the owner of the place. But I don't like being the person who's like, this is my thing. You know, as we went over. Mm-hmm. um, With Discord and with the th- this, uh, the podcast itself, there's the ability to be able to monetize. When you have enough people, when you have enough of a following somewhere, you're able to sign up for things which allow you to monetize. And immediately it's like, I don't I don't think it's right for someone to say this isn't about me to then go monetize something. (laughs) Like if I'm making YouTube videos or whatever, yeah, sure, I'll monetize those. Mm. I'm making YouTube videos independent of the community. I'm making stuff that's like the stuff I wanted to make that I've always wanted to make um, just for S&Gs or whatever or like a show that I wanted to do cool versus like this being more of like a community centric podcast while i'm like more or less going to be one of the more main hosts for this or probably putting these up somewhere i feel like it'd be genuinely wrong for me to just like just take the money from the community situation right and especially like for the podcast i can understand a bit better like i'm hosting it i'm audio engineering this stuff it's taking time out of my day cool you know, it's taking time out of Brownie's Day to be a part of this, record this, sit down with me, figure out what the fuck's going on, figuring out how do we improve this and doing all that, and you are not getting some bit of compensation out of it, you know? Like, sure. That makes sense. But when it comes to a Discord server filled with, hmm, how many fucking people do we have in here currently? Like, just through people who are offline and online, not including the streamer section, 108 people, and then that goes to, like, 126, not including the the main four. So let's say 130. 130 people, and then still growing. To monetize that after saying this is a community thing just seems wrong to me. You know? Right like because because i'm the owner of the server it would go to me i don't feel right with that what would be cool to do though would be to try and push those like if it were to ever get to a point where like hey yeah we really want to monetize this because like maybe you have enough people or whatever or something's trying to push us towards monetization being able to take any of that and either like put that into like a charity or even like a give back to a community si- like situation of like building someone a PC or you know getting a whole bunch of game codes and like popping them into the community code section which hasn't seen activity for a little bit in a while, uh, for a little while because I haven't really had um, any codes to give away in a bit but, like, doing stuff like that with it would be, like, the only way I'd be like, yeah, let's monetize it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the money that comes from, hey, a community that has grown because of a community, like, an actual community, it, whether or not I I make a, a slightly bigger driving force or a driving force or a portion of the community, just because I'm the owner doesn't mean I should take all the money. You know, like, that That in and itself... For something like this, just feels disingenuous and just flat out wrong. So I feel like if there was anything to be like that, it would be definitely give back to the community that has made the place what is the place, you know, help people out, be able to, you know, run give like weird giveaways or stuff like that.
1: Yeah, something that definitely like. definitely turns the money around and makes it puts it where it needs to be. I don't know why yeah. I'm making this harder for myself than I need to.
0: <laughs> money. I don't know how to do this.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: I feel like it's really and I I love this and I love like long form podcasts to a degree because um, we've gone from Opening, kind of establishing that we're kind of pulling shit out of our ass, right? Um, down like the many segments of like oh D and D and and housing and, and and medical shit and all the other stuff, and then going back into like what is the place and what we're kind of looking at with it, and you know why it why it exists the way that it does, and like we went from like haha look what we're doing to really silly to kind of serious to really silly to like dead serious yeah (laughs) (laughs) like boy and yeah no like a lot of this is going to be i feel like for the time being or at least for the first few episodes that we do it's going to be really um plain like we're not gonna have a whole lot of like interesting background noise or because like some there's some podcasts you like to put in like like a little bit of background music or something or like a little intro bit or whatever
1: yeah some of the help with like the dead air i can understand yeah. that but
0: um and i mean to a degree i feel like that, that the dead air definitely gets solved like with just the more you do it oh yeah <laughs> because to like you listen to people who've been podcasting for a while, and there's parts where they're practically talking over each other.
1: Just because they're so used to the idea of, oh, yeah, I have something to say. Say it.
0: Yeah. And that that's one of those things where you, you're going to see that, like, improvement happen with, with both of us, really. I'm used to, like, trying to just say the things that are on my mind to begin with because of Twitch and, and streaming, but yeah. this is... This is like keeping a conversation rolling for anywhere between like 50 minutes to an hour and whatever. I say like an hour and 30 at most. Yeah, I feel like anything past an hour and 30 can be tiresome. I don't know.
1: At that point, we'll probably be like grasping for straws, trying to like, you know, we're already pulling things out of our ass. We don't need to like start getting Just desperate. Figure,
0: yeah, getting real desperate, figuring out what the hell we want next. I'm really glad we didn't record the Discord audio because there times where it has just blatantly dropped out.
1: Yeah, I, I've noticed. <laughs> Luckily, for the most part, we're normally not like trying to talk at the same time. Normally, it's one of us and you know, the cutout isn't too bad, but yeah, yeah, there's a couple of times where it's, it's cut out and it's been a little bit of a problem.
0: Yeah, Discord, not so great for, for recording podcasts. I mean, it, it's great for communication, don't get me wrong, but like, ooh. I am so glad we didn't record the audio straight from discord. Yeah, that would have been. ass.
1: That would have been an over right there.
0: Oh yeah. But But we've been going for about an hour and 20 and you know, for a first episode, that's kind of long. I want to say it's an hour and 20 because we we did technically have like a, it was like a two, two minute buffer before we technically started. Um, so we've we've been going for just over an hour. Um and I think at least for first episode, I feel like that's a good idea good I- good idea, a good area to kinda like, yeah, this is our, our first endeavor into this. And we're we're gonna try and do more.
1: Yeah, these were our, uh, these were our baby steps into this. You know? It it kinda went well, I, I'd like to imagine. Yeah. I I'd um, also like to imagine I'll actually be talking a bit more in the next one. <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time just listening. I feel bad about that, but
0: I mean, they, there have there has been times where people have told me I talk too much.
1: Oh, it's a podcast. Talk all you need to. If I yeah. feel like interrupting you, I will.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We don't give a shit. We, yeah. We've definitely gotten to that point where it's just like it's my turn. <laughs> Mom, it's my turn on the Xbox. <laughs> Uh, fucking. We're we're gonna be making a section of the Discord for the podcast, so like people can give us feedback or, um, help us figure things out or like whatever. You can even come in there and tell us that that we we sound fat and stupid. You know.
1: Oh, I'm covered told us we sound like fat pieces of shit. <laughs>
0: Oh God, the inside jokes that are gonna get into this at some point. Um yes. it's gonna be great. But yeah, we're gonna make a whole section of the Discord for this. So those who are interested in like helping us out into shaping this or get a better idea of what we're what we're getting out of this and I I guess establishing some loose form of like what to do. Mm-hmm. Um you know, what worked, what didn't, what did you like hearing about like in the last episode or anything like that? We'll we'll definitely throw that up there um for those so who i was hmm?
1: gonna say as well as ideas for what you want to heard talk about maybe you want to hear us rant about our favorite or you know most hated games things yeah, that we enjoy in the media or something of that nature
0: because we're we're majority i feel like we're on twitch and youtube specifically youtube to consume content not so much making it um though that might be changing on my front later uh but we're definitely on like twitch and gaming as a whole. I don't really know if we're much into much else cuz we're not sports fans. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, uh, like, we're not huge sports fans, but we'll do stuff like D&D and uh, you know, game games from all sorts of genres. We're all over the place when it comes to that shit. Yeah. I mainly stream shooters, but it's because well, shooters is second nature to me. It's so easy to talk while I'm shooting someone in the mouth
1: just barrel stuff somebody while asking about somebody else's day
0: yeah or those those rare occasions where I, I talk mad shit and then get slapped for it mm-hmm. or the mm. better
1: the best ones are when you know you're just playing a high stakes shooter game play at apex or you know call a doodle or something like that and you're just you're sitting in a corner and all these enemies go running by blind as bats <sighs> as they can't notice you
0: Master of Stealth. I still <laughs> love all of those moments. Like I I've I want to implement a uh like a plug into my bot where when someone like when something like that happens, if someone does exclamation point stealth, it like clips that moment. And just like immediately adds it to a counter, like how many times he's done Master of Stealth this month? <laughs> like oh boy you know like stuff like that i think would be fucking hilarious um but but for i i guess for those who are interested um whether or not you we were able to reach you guys um whether you're new listeners or maybe you know of us and you heard that we were doing a podcast and you clicked onto this and you weren't part of the discord or any of that stuff um we don't really have a link i don't think we can put anywhere in the description we might if there is we're gonna put it there for the place but if if not um you can definitely search my uh my handle up on on twitch i'll have to put it in my twitter bio and as well i'm gonna have to just start putting that link everywhere yeah and um at some point we'll get brownie set up with all of that stuff
1: yeah eventually maybe
0: i know i know you're you're looking at streaming again, but you've got a whole bunch of other shit going on at the same time yeah um but being able to uh being able to put that stuff together so you guys can can find where the place is, where to find us, you know what we do, and just more about what you know what this is, and maybe get notified when another episode's up or give us feedback or anything like that honestly feedback just in general even if the feedback is like hey, y'all need to turn your fucking microphone down because you, you, i can hear your fucking your skin move
1: uh, but, I, can, I can hear your toes crawl. it's not fun yeah,
0: it's not fun it's not fun at all that little piggy really needs to wait weight lift a little bit um <laughs> i just have to like put that in somewhere so you guys can join in on that um if not, just search up, you know, my, my tag, Dr. Keck, at uh, like Twitch, I'll probably put it up on Twitter once I'm done with this, once we, once we hit the stop button and just, uh, just let you guys be able to, to join in because really the only thing that, that, you, that, like you don't even have to do anything when you're here, you don't have to wait any sort of time or anything. Uh, the only thing is there is a rule section where we're like, yeah, you know, don't be a dick to each other and don't be a dick. Don't steal someone's identity. And we have specific places to post, like, clips from your your Twitch page or YouTube or whatever. And, you know, you're, when you're live on Twitch or Mixer or, or YouTube or whatever. And then we have a section for, like, hey, if you are a streamer, click this button. It'll give you the role. And if you want to follow a streamer that we have in this Discord, click their, their icon and it, you will immediately get a role that will notify you when they go live. Because we have them set up so they use specific call outs for going live speaking of which kuma just went live yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) so we'll be doing all that sort of stuff um a lot of prep we're gonna have to go into making this this a regular podcast but thank you guys for uh sitting through our i don't know what to call it our jumble of ramblings (laughs) our
1: fucking rant that lasted for a lot longer than i expected it to yeah, I was ready for an hour. I wasn't expecting almost an hour and a half.
0: Oh yeah, no, podcasts you lose time. Yeah, you lose time. A good conversation can carry you far. Um, just hope I oh do no, just just hope. And I know he might hear this, but if Rocket, Rocket, Gus, Mister Voicebox TV ever comes on to do podcast stuff with us, you will see two to three hours at least. I've had conversations with that man that have lasted an entire stream and a half.
1: So so the, when the day comes up where, you know, if we ever post up a video and it's three hours long, we will put at the beginning featuring Rocket Uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> just, so, just to give you guys the fair warning of like, this is what happened.
0: <laughs> this is exactly what happened. Um, but yeah, no. Thank you guys for sticking around to our ramblings and our very very baby's first start to making a podcast um i feel like part of part of moving forward with this we're gonna have to listen back to what we did and listen to your feedback and even possibly listen to some podcasts our own to see what other people do and see what we can incorporate into it so thank you guys for listening and we will catch you in the next podcast of the place podcast I've been Dr Kack and well, we have a deceptive brownie who is It's oh, <laughs>
2: <he's>
0: gotten very <laughs> silent um and this has been the place, so we'll catch you guys in the next one.
1: Take care, friends.